when I had the surgery, they found a lymph node that had cancer in it. And I knew enough about cancer to know that if it's in your lymph node, it's like, bing, you win chemo (laughs) next. So I knew I would get chemo when I heard that news. My older son was in pre-kindergarten at the time. And my younger son was still at home. He wasn't in school. So his whole kind of first year of real school, I spent doing chemotherapy. So it was an interesting juggling because there was him getting used to school and trying to figure out what was going on with him getting used to school. And then also me having chemotherapy and what was going on with him related to my chemotherapy. That finished and we all thought that everything was fine. There was no real evidence of disease. And I had about a year like that. So I finished my chemotherapy in June. May of the following year, I went in and it turned out the tumor marker was rising a little bit. That news was actually about, it was probably more shocking than the diagnosis because I can remember sitting in my kitchen answering the phone and the boys were playing out in the backyard and I was watching them play and the doctor said, you know, your blood levels came back. There's one number that's a little bit concerning. And I remember looking out at the boys and this is, I think, when it really felt like wow, this is, I'm entering into territory I didn't really expect. When I talk to the boys, my basic approach in general is to make sure that the facts are correct and to try to give them what they can process. I don't always guess that very well. I try to think, okay, where is he coming from? And I definitely overthink that because I try to think, is this a general discussion? Is it heavy with emotion for him? And then it's heavy with emotion for me. So I think, okay, I don't want to lay my emotions on top of his, but I don't want him to think I'm like completely emotionless about this and that I don't feel anything. So I, you know, I I feel like I'm never really walking the right path, (laughs) just trying to figure it out. And um, the good thing about kids is the top, if you're open to it, the topics will come up over and over. And so you get another chance. Having a connection to a bigger picture um, sustains me because I feel like, There have been enough serendipities through this path, um, enough help that's come at the right time and the perfect time that, um, that I feel like there's something bigger going on and I don't understand it. And I hope I'm doing my part, whatever it is I'm supposed to be doing to like stay on that path. Before this, I wouldn't have said I was a particularly religious person. You know, I would have said, you know, oh yeah, I believe in God and you know, I kind of like the rituals. I was raised a Catholic, so I like the rituals of the Catholic Church, but it was sort of on again and off again. I wasn't really a church-going person, and I didn't really have a particular set of religious beliefs, I guess. But but I feel like more and more that's stronger. And I and it sounds kind of weird because when I was little, I always thought old people were <laughs> the ones who were really interested in religion. And I thought it was always because they were near death. And so I thought, well, I wonder if it's because I feel like I'm near death, so I'm grabbing onto anything. But there are too many coincidences that keep happening for me to write them off as pure coincidences. It's become easier and easier for me to pray about things and then just like put it in somebody else's hands like so put it in god's hands and say you know what i can't take care of this you're just going to have to worry about it and then i'm just going to trust that you're going to do whatever the right thing is 